Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to Following on Daily out here in India. This is episode one. I'm Neil Manthorpe and we'll be bringing you a podcast every single day during England's five-test tour of India, which is live and exclusive ball-by-ball right here on TalkSport 2. On today's show, we react to the huge breaking news that Virat Kohli will miss the first two test matches due to personal circumstances. We'll hear our exclusive interview with England head coach Brendan McCullum And the Press Association's Rory Dollard joins me live from the ground to look ahead to the series. So plenty to come, as there will be every day over the next uh, 25 minutes or so. You're listening to Following On. Now, myself and Andrew McKenna have uh, recorded the full pod, but we had to put this bit on top because there's been some massive breaking news. Hot on the heels of Harry Brooks' uh, withdrawal for personal reasons from the England team, we've just heard that uh, former Indian captain Virat Kohli has also withdrawn from the first two test matches, unavailable for selection for the first two test matches, also for personal reasons. We, as always in these situations, we wish the very, very, very best to the players and their, their families and their personal situations. But, Maka, that's an enormous story. And uh, we have, as I said, recorded the full pod yes. with you already. But we had to put this top on it. Absolutely. I mean, it's absolutely massive news. Virat Kohli transcends cricket globally. So for him to be missing the first two games as it stands, of course, the reason they've named it for the first two games is there's the first two matches then there's the eight days in between so then they've got some time to reassess things as you mentioned there's not a lot of details in the press release what they've said is it is down to personal reasons and again like Harry Brooks press conference uh, press release yesterday they've uh, asked that essentially the Indian supporters just stay away on social media at the moment let things uh, take their course but of course as you well know with the recent series in South Africa not the first time that Virat Kohli's actually uh, had to step away from a couple of games. Kohli arrived in South Africa and left um, 24 hours later. You may recall, those of you who don't know, India prioritised the test matches in South Africa to such an extent 
that it was an entirely different team that played the ODI series. And Kohli and Rohit Sharma and the, 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 the really big name players, if you like, prioritised the Test series so much that they played an intra-squad match between against each other rather than play opposition. But 24 hours after arriving, Kohli left again. We understand that uh, it was it was prioritising family. There was a, there was a family concern. He did just make it back in time for the test matches, but as we wish him well because obviously this problem, if it is the same one, has not gone away. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're putting two and two together, but it would seem like whatever the issue was then could well be the issue here now. And I think everyone hopes on a personal level that it resolves itself to an extent that he can be involved because from a cricket point of view... Mm. We'd love this series to feature Vera, but of course, makes it interesting. It kind of balances it out, doesn't it? Both teams losing one of their best batters. And how do they now get around that? And how does the series shake down? Well, we'll find out over the next few weeks. Have you got the press release there from the BCCI? Is there anything in it that... Uh, the, it's just arrived, as I said. It's literally breaking news uh, right now. Is so, there anything in it that uh, was unexpected, apart from the fact that he's missing? No, no. It, it's five paragraphs long... Uh, Virat Kohli has withdrawn from the first two tests, citing personal reasons. Uh, He requested the board uh, to be withdrawn from these matches. Uh, He spoke to Rohit Sharma and the team management, emphasising that while representing the country has always been his top priority, certain personal situations demand his presence and undivided attention. So um, I, I think... Again, like the press release with Harry Brook, it's the words and the wording of it. You can, you can tell this isn't a, I've, I've got a bit of a sore back, I wouldn't mind missing the game. This is far more than that. I've just landed this morning, so a little bleary-eyed, Macca and uh, Scott Taylor, our wonderful producer, who's behind the camera, um, have been here for 24 hours, and it must probably feel like, 48 at least, Macca. <laughs> it's been a tough time for you two getting here. It, it was a mission for me to get my visa. You two were given your visa on the steps into the plane. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, the skin of the teeth and then some. Um, yeah, a trip to the High Commission on Friday before getting on the plane on Saturday. So yeah, it was properly nip and tuck. But just like the England squad, you know, we, uh, we have to go through these things. But we're here. And uh, it's a heck of a place, isn't it? It is fantastic. The Ranjiv Gandhi um, Cricket Stadium, International Cricket Stadium, in Hyderabad, venue for the first Test match. It's a little... Um, I think rundown might be a bit hard, um, but it, uh, it certainly could do with a lick of paint. It was very fresh and bright and new and shiny for the 2011 World Cup. But it doesn't matter what the stands have got in store for the Barmy Army. It's what the pitch has in store for England. And, uh, Maka, um, we've, we've had a little brief glimpse at it. You can't tell much three days out from the first Test match. But we didn't need to look at it, really, did we? We know, we know exactly what it's going to be doing. We are fully expecting it to, to go from pretty early on and spin. I mean, let's be honest, India naming a squad with four spinners on was a bit of a clue. It was never <laughs> going to be the Green Mamba, was it? Let's be perfectly honest about it. What is surprising is that other than that five-minute, very brief look, it's been covered up. I kind of imagined that it would have been uncovered so the sun and the heat would be baking it. So they're clearly trying to keep whatever moisture is in it, in it, so it holds together a little bit longer. But um, very interestingly, on the uh, local TV this morning, I saw a, a, pre- a series preview show and Sanjay Mandraker said, we're in for 15 days of great cricket. 
and I sort of paused and went, hang on, five test matches, five days, that should be 25. And then the penny dropped with me that what he was actually saying was, yeah, this is going to be, it's going to be basically the cricket that England have been playing for the last couple of years or so. It's going to be cricket on fast forward. The question is, can England compete with India playing fast forward cricket? Don't forget you can subscribe um, to the uh, following on Daily Podcast by going to the uh, TalkSport Cricket channel, YouTube channel, and uh, subscribing. You get to, get to see us as well as listen to us, unless you close your eyes. Maka, um, it's a great, great honour to follow England anywhere in a Test series. But it's it, Test cricket has been completely and utterly transformed. I mean, Lawrence Booth and Nick Holt have written a book, haven't they, about the Basball Revolution. And it is, it is phenomenal to think of previous tours, not just to India, but England in the doldrums, going to Down Under for the Red Ashes series and being strong, strong underdogs. And there being a sense of, of being underwhelmed, really, by following a losing England team. But this is so different. It's, I've never experienced this before in my life. They've come here as massive underdogs. It's been described as Michelin impossible for them. And yet, you and I are going to be describing the action that we know is going to be exhilarating and exciting. And it's almost like the result doesn't matter. It's a really good description, actually, that, because it engages people. And, you know, I, I, there's a lot of the Indian media are kind of think, well, you know, if it's 4-0, 5-0, how's it going to feel? Actually, the cricket will be great. So, as you say, the result almost doesn't matter. The other thing about this tour, of course, is is that with the World Cup and, and the recent women's series, Delhi, Chennai and Mumbai have been so heavily used. We're not going anywhere near any of those. It's different venues. Hyderabad, obviously, for the, for the first test. And then it's Vizag, Ranchi, Rajkot. And then the one that everyone's looking forward to up in the, in the Himalayas to finish off with at, at Dharam Shalar. So... There's new experiences for the for the Barmy Army fans as well. We spoke to a couple of guys on the plane yesterday, and they're coming here for the first test, then going home, and coming back for Darham Shalar oh. because it's to, to have that experience. They've this tour has got so <laughs> many different things. This is the wonderful thing about a cricket tour in India, is that you can do probably five tours of India, and I doubt one of them will be the same as another one. There's always something different. Today, for instance, we get told to go to gate number one to get into the ground. You go to gate number one, you go, no, 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 you need to get gate number two. Go to gate two, no, it's gate three you want. At gate three, you're told, no, you need to go back to gate number one. So you just go round and round in circles. As long as you accept that, get used to it, you have a great time. Uh, it's my 15th tour of India, and I can tell you they're all like fingerprints. <laughs> they're all very, very different. Um, and as uh, fulfilling and exciting as they can be, frustrating. So just before you spoke uh, to, or just before we go to mm. your interview with um, Brenda McCullum, um, just because people love predictions, and they think that uh, we're going to get egg on our face, and they, they, they enjoy that. So, I mean, I'm on the record... Uh, couple of weeks ago on uh, following on with Harmy, I said 4-1 yeah and I do think England can win a test match I really do I think there'll be five results and I and I think I think 4-1 so yours I think you're in the, the right kind of ballpark <laughs> I, I, I think absolutely there's something about this England group that they, they get results and if they get on a roll you know we, we talk about Stuart Broad down the years you know having one of those spells all it takes is an hour in a test match to completely change things. If somebody gets on a roll, somebody plays a great innings, it can happen. 
My concern is in the England spinning department in the fact that Jack Leach, no problem there. Then there's a lot of unproven talent. Now, it may be that unproven talent just needed a chance. We know spin's going to play such a heavy part here. Now, how are, how are those guys going to react to that? The other factor, of course, is if they get hold of Jack Leach, where does the captain then turn? Does he have to go? Then you're looking at Joe Root. So it'll be really interesting to see how, how all of this happens. And then, of course, how will they squ- you know, level things up with no Harry Brook now? The obvious and easy way, Ben Folks keeps wicket, Johnny Bairstow plays as a, as a straight-up batter. In a way, that, that, that's the easy route. But when's this England team ever taken the easy route? I mean, there's probably a million combinations we haven't thought about that they've probably discussed. Just one piece of news for you that we haven't mentioned yet. As uh, Shoaib Bashir has not arrived with uh, the rest of the squad because of a delay in his visa, that um, because of uh, his Pakistani heritage. And, uh, and there's obviously... Um, a touchiness uh, that the Indian authorities have about uh, handing visas to, to um, visitors from Pakistan, even though he is very much uh, an Englishman. OK, Maka, time now for your chat with the England uh, head coach, Brendan McCullum. Brendan, I suppose we have to start with yesterday's news. Um, the, the terrible situation with Harry Brook, he's, he's had to leave the touring party before even setting foot in India. Can you just give us some thoughts, please? Yeah, obviously our thoughts with um, Harry and his family. It's obviously a tough time and and we sort of talk a lot, you know, we're in a privileged position to be able to play cricket for a living, but there's some things which are much bigger than that, and that's family's one of those things, and, and we wish them all the best, and hopefully, uh, you know, the next the next little period for, for Brookies is as comfortable as what it possibly can be, and there's a chance that he may return later in the tour, um, but for now, we just, just want him to, to be with his family and do his thing. Is it purely a case of him telling you when he is ready to return? Is that how this potentially could work? Uh, look, uh, we'll just keep talking, you know, we've got good relationships. So, um, in, in the end, I just I want him to, we, we all want him to just be nice and comfortable and, and to be able to, I guess, get out the most that he can over the next little while with his family. And, and then from that point on, um, when he says that he might be ready and we, we've, that conversation starts to happen, then, then cool. If that doesn't happen, then, then that's OK as well. Dan Lawrence is a replacement. You've got the A-team in India playing red ball cricket. Yeah, you've gone for a guy who's been in Dubai playing white ball cricket. Is that maybe the biggest reflection on the style of play of this England team, or, or what's the thinking behind that? Uh, look, it's certainly no discredit to those who are in, in the uh, the Lions setup. It's more Dan Lawrence was the, was the next batter in all last summer, and, and that was the message. And selection loyalty is important to us. So, look, he's he's a good player. He's got good skills for conditions um, out here as well. And and we felt that with the Lions, there was other guys who needed some experience in those types of conditions, and. And, uh, and we were pretty pretty keen to make that decision. So he'll join us tonight, I think he's coming in. Um, and then uh, Bash will join us hopefully tomorrow as well. He's just got a, a couple of uh, issues just with his visa coming through, which we're confident um, on the back of the help from the BCCI and the Indian government that uh, that, will, that will sort itself out pretty quickly as well. But we'll, uh, other than that, we've got a full squad here. As someone who had visa issues to get here in the first place, I can sympathise with that situation <laughs> completely. Um, you just been out and had a look at the wicket. What yeah. did you see? Look good. Looks like it's going to spin a bit. I think. Um, I mean, it's hard to read a cricket wicket, isn't it? You've got to make you got to make a bit of a, a punt, educate a gamble, and, and you know, I think when you come here, you expect that the wicket's going to turn. It may not turn 
right from the word go, but you'd think at some stage it will turn, and I'm sure spin will be a huge factor right throughout the series. But I know the groundsman here as well from, from many years ago. He's a, he's a good fella, and, and, uh, and he, he does a really good job. So we'll look forward to whatever we get to play on. There's been a lot of talk that they could be short matches. Is, is that how you see this going? Very intense, maybe three, four days, or, or we're going to get drawn out five-day matches? Oh, as long as they're entertaining, I think, you know, when we started out on this um, journey a few while ago, we wanted to, I guess, provide as much entertainment as what we possibly can and, and felt that that gave us our best chance of success as well and what better, what better stage to do it on um, against India in India. There's going to be, you know, many eyeballs watching around the world and it's a huge opportunity for us and there's a land of opportunity and, and that's what sits in front of us uh, for now, so... That's the exciting thing. How how, the, how long the games go, got no idea, but I'm sure both teams will, will stick to their respective styles. Um, I don't expect us to change our style. It gives us our best chance, and I'm sure India will do the same too. Just like throughout the Ashes, it was two heavyweights going at it and with different styles, and we expect it to be the same in this series. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Familiar voice and face now, as you'll all know, Rory Dollard from the Press Association. He's a good friend of the programme. And the first thing to tell you is that both of us arrived this morning after a sleepless night on various different routes around the world. So we will be held accountable and responsible for what we say, but um, it may not be (laughs) the best from me anyway. Rory, we just had a chat to Brendan McCullum and I thought he was in fascinating form. So many questions I want to ask you about what he said there. Uh, so I'm going to start with a random one. Um, he was asked who'd be keeping wicket and he said he didn't know. They just spent nine days in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> you would have thought they'd have given it some thought. Well, I would say that if you turned over your shoulder there, you would see 
Ben Fawkes doing quite a lot of wicket-keeping drills, and he has been doing that now for, for half an hour, 40 minutes or so, and we haven't seen Johnny Bairstow do anything other than a bit of slip-catching. So, he, you know, maybe we, we weren't getting the uh, chapter and verse from, from Brendan there, but with the work that's going on over there, I would suggest Ben Fawkes probably in pole position for the gloves. The Harry Brook situation has probably resolved a little bit there for England. There was someone had to miss out ultimately from be it Ollie Pope, be it Fawkes, be it Bearstow. Now there's one option fewer on the table, and you would think Bearstow and Fawkes both play. So what did he mean when he said we have other options as well? Oh, well, England always have wicket-keeping options. There's, there's half the team. Paul Collingwood's probably in there somewhere <laughs> as, as an option. Uh, don't, don't think Brendan qualifies, so he probably wasn't talking about himself. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it's about how they can balance the team and do it differently. Wally Pope's kept in, in test matches, of course. I don't think they would have Johnny Bairstow here and Ben Fawkes and, and give the gloves to Wally Pope. But, you know, one of the problems England are going to have is balancing up the team. Because with Ben Stokes unable to bowl, he's, he's not going to, certainly, in this test match, probably the next one. Uh, they do have to find a bit, and they have to find a bit in their team that they wouldn't have to if he was ready to give it his all. So yeah, I think Brendan's probably juggling one or two ideas in his head, but you know, looking at what we've got out there, Ben Folk's probably in that eleven. You're used to Brendan McCullum, so you—I mean—you cover every single Test match. Um, for most of our listeners and viewers now, it's been a few months since the last Test match, so. To hear Macker asked him, he said, do you think, uh, a lot of talk about short test matches, do you think these would be over in three or, or four days or, or might they be extended? Might we have long five-day test matches? And he said, I don't know, as long as they're exciting. It was brilliant. It was just that <laughs> reminder of what basketball's all about. It was, yeah. I mean, I, I think if you were putting your money on it, if you wanted to uh, stay in the black, <laughs> you'd go short. <laughs> yes. If England's last, England's last test series here, they got one flat pitch, they won it. And they didn't see another one. And I don't expect the BCCI to play ball too much in that regard. So I think probably England, from what I gather, do expect spinning pitches. They do expect it to be the game moving along. But you know what? That's how they like it. England don't like the game drifting. So these last 18 months, if somebody doesn't press the accelerator for them, they'll certainly do it. So, yeah, I think, I think they'll go long. But, listen, hearing Brendan talk like that, he had some lovely phrases, actually, in that interview. Yeah. He, he said India is the land of opportunity, and that's yeah. what we're here for. He said, I want my players to feel 100 feet tall and bulletproof. Like he, he, you can imagine, can't you, sitting in the dressing room, Brendan's got this great turn of phrase, and you can see it. But listen, at a time when test match teams are being sent around the world under strength, less product, less exciting, enticing product than we would like it to be, seeing a full-strength England team, full-strength India team, and having them talk it up as the, as the thing you want to switch your radio on, switch your TV on, get your ticket for the ground, great. You know, that's what Test Cricket need. People need to be talking like that about Test Cricket. Otherwise, what have we got? And he also said that, um, that the preparation in those nine days in Abu Dhabi had been absolutely brilliant. He said we worked really hard in the mornings. And then he said, yes, of course, we played <laughs> golf in the afternoons. He said he, he likes the players to, to be in the best frame of mind. And he also said, we arrive here full of confidence. And then the only time I noticed in the interview, he then countered that with, but with, a real, with the reality that we're playing the best in the world in mm. their own backyard. That was the only moment where I mean, he never said we're going to win the series. Yeah. But uh, it's so infectious. Just us, old hacks, who've been <laughs> around for 30 years, yeah. we get affected by it. So young players that, who are coming into the test squad or been in the test squad for a year or so, they must, they must find him guru-like. 
well, Talking this, of India. This, listen, yeah, this is... Well, actually, the World Cup just gone. Uh, Matthew Mott said Ben Stokes was the team's spiritual leader. So we, they've, they've, <laughs> they've, they've got a bit of talk in that regard. You know, they, they like to talk a bit ethereally about, about this stuff. But no, you're right. Listen, this, this team has got a good feeling about it. It does feel different to the, the white ball team at the moment, which has become a bit more fearful and a bit more worried about what's around the corner. This team it doesn't worry about what's around the corner. You know, they're still... They don't put the brakes. They don't slam the brakes at all. So it's going to be a test of that attitude, this, because it's it's a long tour. It's going to stretch out six, seven weeks. There's a couple of breaks in it. It's going to be tough. They've near enough told themselves to prepare and strap in for that. And that, there's a chance that this is going to be the first extended period of real challenge for this team where, where it isn't going great. They've lost a couple of games here and there, but they've always won one pretty soon. And, and they've been in the series, in the game there's a chance they could be forced into a different position in this series and that's when they're going to have to show their absolute belief and and commitment to playing this way and and not getting fearful from everything I hear and see from them I think that'll be no problem I I think they'll they'll be happy (laughs) to go down fighting If, if they're gonna go down they're gonna go down in flames and be happy with it. The other thing he spoke about was having the courage of their convictions and being brave, especially when it comes to selection. I mean, he, I found, and he confirmed that Ben Stokes didn't bowl a ball yep. in, in Abu Dhabi, so he's not going to feature. He also said that he wouldn't bat at number three. That was something that has been touted. But when he spoke about having the courage of your convictions and being really brave and making the, the big calls, I, I, I thought he was heading towards playing three frontline spinners and Joe Root and <laughs> did you I mean in the in the late 70s early 80s India used to play one seamer yeah. that used to play Kapil Dev yeah, and yeah. and Sunil Gavaskar took the new ball and they they would literally play you know the four spinners I mean I, I, I can't imagine that can you imagine Jimmy Anderson being the, the <laughs> sole seamer no well, there's, there's two things there one I think he also talked up Joe Root as a spinner and I think England are looking at Joe Root as a a spinner in this series, as quite aside from averaging 50 in India as well with the bat, he is going to form a major part of their bowling plans. He's going to be in that conversation. So I think if they, if they can get two spinners in, plus Joe, that's the three spinners. The issue they have with the seamers is you, you find yourself casting around and looking for the workhorse and wondering who it's going to be. As you said, Jimmy can, can and has before bowled long, dry hard-working spells out here, but he's 41. We can't keep asking him to do this. Surely to God. But Ben Stokes doesn't like long, dry spells. Well, anymore. I know, I know, but some, like, if they're going to get spinners in the team, some of the seamers are going to have to put a bit on their shoulders. Mm. Jimmy is 41. Ollie Robinson has struggled to finish test matches more than once. He's had the back problems. Uh, Mark Wood operates best in short, sharp, fast spells. England are going to... if. If India can settle in and go for a big score, England will have to find a lot of overs. And without Ben Stokes, the all-rounder, that is going to be a bit of a conundrum, a bit of a headache. And someone, they're going to absolutely pray that Jack Leach can, can take one end and, and hold it down tight for as long as possible. Because the, the pitch will allow him to get in the game. But he's going to have to bowl a lot of overs, I think. A lot. And I guess the, the, big, money, the big money for India is, can you get after Jack Leach? Because if they do... Where England find the overs is another question. Rian Ahmed takes wickets, but he can also go at sevens or eights, can't mm. he? I mean, he, he bowls wicket-taking balls. Um, is he a starter for you? He, well, he, he that for a start, that sounds great for England. 
Maybe I've no issue with going at seven over if, you, if, you, <laughs> if you're ticking the wickets column over. So he, he is an option, and he also bats. He bats very nicely, and, and they might well fancy, if runs are hard to come by, Rian Ahmed's batting could really help him out. OK, and finally, big picture stuff now. This is being described as Mission Impossible, which is quite nice. I mean, I, I, <laughs> you know, we, we like a, a nice title for a tour. Yeah. Can you see a way, use every bit of your imagination, I know we're both tired, <laughs> but can you see a way that England can win this series? I can see a way they can win a Test match, because they did yeah. uh, three, four years ago, didn't they, in Chennai. Mm. So in your wildest imagination, can, can you see England winning the series? I think, I'm going to be diplomatic here, I think victory for England isn't necessarily winning the series. Mm-hmm. I think England can win in their own terms by being competitive and staying in this series, nicking a game here, maybe nicking two, maybe maybe taking it into a decider. Getting the ball, I thought probably five results, I think there'll be five results. So are England going to win three test matches? That's a big, big ask. But England, I think, can come away sort of in their own should we even say um, <laughs> moral victors <laughs> if, if they can produce another thrilling test series get a couple of results that they fancy do they have to win the series that's a long shot I hope to talk to you a lot more during the series but now it's time for a kingfisher and a long night's sleep you've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport if you missed any of the show or wish to catch up you can download the podcast now available via the free TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, for more cricket content, you can listen to The Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2 every Tuesday evening as Neil Manthorpe and Double Ashes winners Steve Harmison debate the biggest stories with a host of big names. And if you want to send us a question to a member of the TalkSport team, you can tweet us at cricket underscore TS and we'll answer your question on the next podcast. But for now, you've been listening to Following On. The Following On podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops, if we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.